So you're very welcome to this week's NCBI Labs live event. So what are we talking about today? Well, particularly during lockdown, a lot of people are catching up with their favorite shows and movies using online services. One of the biggest services of them all is Netflix. But if you're a voiceover user, can you access Netflix? Can you sign up and watch your favorite shows too using Netflix? are using uh, voiceover with Netflix. Well, Daniel Dunn is with us to show us exactly how you can do that. And he'll be here to answer your questions on that a little bit later as well. We'll just move on to the next slide if we can. We've got some slides on the on the screen at the moment. So we'll just show uh, what's what's up for today. And what about if you, if you uh, want to use your Google Home device to access Netflix? Well, that's actually one of a number of features that's covered in the second part of our Google Home overview with Joe Lonergan. So we're looking forward to that a little bit later as well. And of course, please do post your questions for either uh, Daniel or Joe in the question panel to the right of the screen. If you have any um, questions at all, please do send them through on the questions panel on the right of the screen, or you can email us at labs at ncbi.ie. That's labs at ncbi.ie, and we'll be happy to put those to our, our panel today. And in our final piece today, seeing it your way, we look at how you use technology every week to make life that little bit easier. And our guest this week is Joe McPhillips, who apparently is quite keen on Apple devices. Well, it's not really a, a rare thing at the moment, it seems. But we look forward to hearing from Joe a little bit later on in the show. So who else is joining us today? Well, we have a good complement of labs, uh, NCBI technology trainers with us today. We have Sean Doran, we have JP Corcoran, Daniel Dunn, and Joe Lonergan, all, as, all uh, joining myself, Jude Marr, all ready for another jam-packed event uh, this week. Just a reminder again, if if you have any comments about our live events or feedback as to what you'd like to see, you can also use that same email address, labs at ncbi.ie. We love getting your feedback and your comments, so please do send us through uh, an email with your comments on it if there's anything particular that you'd like us to cover in a, in a future live event. And you can use that address for questions today as well, as we mentioned earlier, as well as the question panel on the right. Okay, so let's get back to Netflix. You've probably got a long list of things that you'd like to watch or things that you've heard of other people saying that they're uh, enjoying watching. But how can you access Netflix using voiceover? Well, let's join our technology trainer, Daniel Dunn, to find out. Okay, so we seem to be just having a little bit of a technical issue. Please bear with us just a moment and we'll uh, try and sort through this. Welcome to today's NCBI Labs app in focus and we are going to take a look at signing up for Netflix and using the app with audio description on. Now I'm going to switch on voiceover to assist our viewers and how to do this process with the screen reader system for Apple. Photo booth. Okay. Double tap to open. 
So I've landed on my uh, home screen here and I'm just going to swipe left until I get to my browser. Home, page one of four, FaceTime. Calendar, plot, poll, phone, camp, room, no, void, cop, map, fun, app, book, pod, TV, stop, measure, set, safari. Double tap to open. Okay, so my web browser on the iPad is Safari, and I've got to open that first and visit Netflix.com to commence the sign-up process. Unfortunately, you cannot um, sign up from within the app. You must visit the website uh, Netflix.com to perform this action. So I'm going to double tap now and open Safari. Safari, text field, is editing, Netflix. Okay, so I've landed now on the uh, Netflix homepage and I'm going to swipe until I get to the email address sign up field. Sign in, click unlimited, watch anywhere, ready to watch, email address, text field. Double tap to edit, use the rotor to access misspelled words. Insertion point at end. So I'm going to start typing in my email address there after double tapping on that field activated. So it's ncbidst12 at bidst12 gmail full stop com. So after entering my email address, I will swipe right to the join us button. Email address join us cta underscore link underscore start signup. Button. And I'm going to double tap on that text bit to join this button. Join us. Text field is editing. Netflix visited. Link. Okay. Actions available. So it comes up to an overview of the service to choose your plans. I'm going to just swipe right through this. Sign in. Step one of three. Choose your plan. No commitments. Cancel at any time. Everything on Netflix for one low price. Unlimited viewing on all your devices. See the plans. Button underscore C underscore plans. Button. Okay, so that's the see the plans button. And we'll double tap on that to see what the different plans are. Just to let you know that if you do require assistance at this stage, uh, Netflix customer service number is 1-800, which is a free phone number. So 1-800-948-616. Uh, they can assist you here as well. If not, uh, do contact your local ICB, NCBI uh, IT trainer. Yes, row five, column two. Okay, so when we get on to the next page, it's titled Choose the Plan That's Right For You. By default, it's set to uh, premium, so we're just going to swipe left. Unfortunately, it pops you into the middle of the page, so we'll just swipe left to go back to choose a plan. Watch up four, two, one, script, yeah, no, no, oh, yeah, yeah, no, eight, 11 euros, seven, monthly, text fee, standard, rate, basic. Okay, so I'll just give you a quick overview of the three plans. You've got basic, standard, and premium. The basic one costs eight euro per month. Standard costs 12 and the premium costs 16. And the differences between those are on your standard and premium, you get HD quality picture. On the premium, then you get ultra HD uh, quality picture. And 
with the three plans, then you can have different users watching on at the same time. So with the basic, it allows one user. Standard for 12 euro is two users and the premium for four users that can watch Netflix at any one time um, is 16 euro a month. Now you can share the one user plan um, you know, with other family members. It just means that um, only one person can watch the platform at a time. So just bear that in mind if you have more family members. Um, all the plans will allow you to watch on your laptop, your TV, your phone, your tablet. So it, does, it's, um, it can carry across many different devices. And all the plans will also give you unlimited access to all the films and TV programs that they have on, on their library. And all three plans allow you to cancel at any time. Just to bear in mind as well, you get your first month free with Netflix. So if you don't like it after 30 days, just simply log in on the website, netflix.com, sign into your account and choose the cancel membership button. Screen dimmed. Standard. Radio book basic. I'm just going to choose the basic package for today's demonstration. So I'm going to double tap on that. Basic ticked. So it says basic tick, just confirms. I'm going to swipe right several times to go back down to get to the continue button. Text terms of for more deep continue. Plan selection underscore button underscore continue button. Okay, so as I was swiping right there, I just went back through the confirmation of the different um, packages that I spoke about a few moments ago. So I'm going to double tap now and continue to get to the second stage of the sign up. Loading. Text field is editing. Terms of use. Link. Okay, so when we land on this page, we are quite far down the page. It puts us on the terms of use. So I got to swipe left several times to get back to my continue button. Helps free one questions continue. Registration underscore button underscore continue button. And double tap here. Continue. Red form underscore button underscore continue. Okay, so here we get to the screen where it looks for a password. Uh, we've already gave it our email address at the start. So again, it's kind of popping in halfway down the page. So I'm just going to swipe left to get back to popping in the password. Please do not add a password. A text field is editing. Insertion point at start. Add a password. Secure text field is editing. Insertion point at start. Okay, so when I got use to, the rotor to access misspelled words. When I got to the, add the password, I just double tap there to allow me enter in that. So we are just going to go with a password here. Okay, and when I'm happy with that, I'll just swipe right a couple of times to get back to the continue button. Add a please continue. Right form underscore button underscore continue button. And I double tap that then to continue. Loading back button. Okay, so next is the set up your payment screen. It's landed me at the very top left of the page where the back button is highlighted. So I just swipe set right several times to get down through the page. 
forward, show, form, address, reload, check, mute, tab, text, sign out, step, three, of, three, set up your payment, your membership starts as soon as you set up payment, no commitment, cancel online at any time, secure, sir, credit or debit card, link, so that's the actions available. Credit or debit card link, um, I can double tap there to pop in my credit card details. Below that, you also have the option, if you keep swiping right, you have the option to sign up and pay with PayPal, which can be handy. And finally, there's another option below PayPal again called gift code. And if you've received a gift, maybe as a birthday present or for Christmas, where you get, somebody has bought you Netflix credit, you can use that there to um, activate the credit that they've given you and use that against your monthly plans. So for today's um, demonstration, I'm going to go with the credit card. So please don't listen in as I enter in my personal details. Security code CVV. Okay. So it has landed me in here um, looking for the security code of my credit card. But I am going to swipe left a couple of times because it's looking for more details, which is my first name, last name, card number and expiry date. So I just swipe left to go back to those fields. Secure exp, exp, card card last last first name. Okay, so I'll double tap here and enter that. Text field is editing. K-A-N-I-L. Okay, since my first name in swipe right. First name last name, text field. And a double double tap. tap to edit. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Insertion point at end. Capsule U E. So I've entered in my last name, and the next up is my card number. Last card number. Text field. Insertion point at end. Four three one nine one two three four five six seven eight nine zero two. Card number. Expiry date. MM slash one. Insertion point at end. So we'll go our expiry date. Six slash two two Xperia security code CVV text field insertion point at end one two three secure basic plan. Okay, so after entering in those details, uh, it just swipe right and it'll confirm that you're on the basic plan. Seven euros dot ninety nine slash mo. And it's confirmed that seven euro ninety nine per month. So I'll just keep swiping right to get to the continue button, and then change by clicking the terms of use and that you are over eight privacy state. You agree that your membership will begin start paid membership button. So just before I got to the start paid membership button, uh, it just gives me the terms and conditions which you can review. Sometimes it's good to do that. It also uh, emphasizes that you must be over 18 to use the service and that your chosen plan will be debited from your bank account uh, once a month. So we'll start our paid membership here now. Control center on your plane mode. Safari text field is editing. Netflix visited link. Okay, so actions available. After putting in our credit card details and starting the membership, we get to our Welcome to Netflix page. And it just confirms that your uh, membership has begun at eight euros a month. 
and you can cancel online at any time. And just to reiterate, you must uh, visit the Netflix.com website to cancel your membership. Uh, you can also use the free phone number that I read out earlier as well. So I'm just going to swipe right here and discover the options on this page. Sign out. Welcome to Netflix. Your Netflix met password with your phone number will unpronounceable. Mobile phone number. Text field. Okay. Double tap to edit. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. There is a little option in here uh, for mobile phone number, which you can enter in. And this is handy in case you forget your um, membership password. And if that happens, you can reset your password. It will text a code to your mobile phone via text message, which is free. And you can use that as part of the password reset option. But for today's purposes, I'm just going to skip over that and go straight for the continue button to begin my Netflix membership. Mobile continue. Button underscore continue. Button. Text field. Okay, so the next screen pops up then, it'll ask you what devices will you be watching on? It obviously optimizes the services uh, based on what devices you'll be using. So there's plenty of options here. You have a um, smart screen TV or Blu-ray player, uh, phone or tablet, desktop or laptop, set-top box, streaming media player, your Sony PlayStation, your Microsoft Xbox, or your Nintendo Wii. So they're all the devices that are currently supported. And you can swipe right down to those and double tap on any of those to activate them if you are going to sign in on those devices. So I'm just going to swipe right. You smart, smart phone or tablet, tick box, unticked. Okay, so. Double tap to toggle setting. I am going to be watching on a tablet, so I'm going to double tap on that. And after that, I'm going to swipe right to skip down to the rest of the list to get to the continue button. Ticked. Desktop set set street street PlayStation PlayStation X Xbox we I we I continue button underscore continue button. Okay, so I'm on the continue button now. After selecting the phone and tablet, I also by default you have your desktop or laptop ticked, so that's done for you. So we'll continue, and it brings you up to the next page. Who will be watching Netflix? Even though I am on a single user account, I can add in different profiles and that will um, allow those people who you add to your profile, they have kind of their own sign in screen. It doesn't cost any extra for this, but it does mean that if somebody is watching the same series as you, uh, it won't um, you know, continue on from when, where they have stopped watching. So it's handy for, um, you know, people managing their own progression to, uh, you know, let's say a series of a program that has about 20 episodes and it will track those for you automatically. So I am not going to enter in any additional names here I'm on my own on this account. So it's up to you if you want, uh, just swipe right through the fields here and enter in the names if you do wish to add more people to have their own profiles. Uh, your prof, your prof, name, 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 continue, button underscore continue, button. Okay, so it automatically puts in your own name as the default profile, leaving you four spaces to add in extra people if you so wish. So I'll double tap now on the continue button. So. Loading. Text field is editing. 
Pandemic, how to prevent an outbreak. Image, sign. Okay, to help Netflix's algorithm recommend programs uh, for you to watch, it asks that you choose three programs that you may like um, from a list of about 30 here. And uh, based on those, they will recommend extra content for you. Um, so I'm just going to pick three random ones from the list here and then uh, double tap on each one to add that. And then I'm going to swipe left to get back to my continue button. Pandemic, how to prevent an outbreak, image. A fall from grace, image. Action, a fall from grace, image. Crash landing on you, image. Action, crash landing on you, image. So there are just three random titles that I've picked all side by side. And I'm going to swipe left now to get back to my continue button and double tap on that. A fall, pandemic, the crown, afterlife, Peter Rabbit, Black Mirror, Better Call Sub, South Park, Stranger Thing, Outland, continue, button underscore continue, button, loading. Okay. Unpronounceable. Heading level two. Article. Landmark. Okay, so it has logged me in to Netflix on the Safari browser, but for a better viewing experience, I want to use the Netflix app, which I've previously downloaded from the App Store into my iPad. But before I do, I am going to go into my iPad settings and I'm going to activate the audio descriptions, which will instruct Netflix to automatically play audio descriptions within uh, the programming. Most programs and films on the Netflix platform have audio description uh, included, so there's quite a good amount of programming there with audio description. So I'm just going to return to my home screen now. App switcher, suggestions, Safari, settings, double tap to open. So I'm in settings. I'm in my iPad settings and I'm just going to scroll down until I get to the accessibility menu. White, blue, note, sound, do not screen, selected, control center, display and bright, home screen and dock, accessibility, button. I'll double tap now on accessibility to get into the menu. Accessibility, heading. And I, in here, I am looking for audio descriptions. Accessibility, vision, voice, zoom, magnet, display, motion, spoken, audio descriptions, on, button. So it's at the bottom of the vision section, so I'll double tap on that. Audio, accessibility, audio description, audio descriptions, on. Okay, so double tap to toggle setting. It informs me the audio descriptions has already been on, but to switch that on or off, I just simply double tap. So I'll double tap here. Off. Informs me it's off, so I'll just double tap it one more time to switch it back on. On. Okay, so with the audio descriptions on, I am now going to exit the settings and return to my home screen. App switcher, settings. Active. Swipe up with three fingers to close the app. App switcher. Safari. Closing Safari. FaceTime. Okay. Double tap to open. 
I'm at my home screen and I'm just going to swipe right several times to get my Netflix app and open that. Music, mail, files, suggestions, Netflix. Okay. Double tap to open. Double tap Netflix to open the app. Netflix button. Now, so I'm going to swipe right now until we get to the member sign-in button. Help, privacy, trying to watch on it, download and go, no pesky contract, page 404, member sign-in, button. Double tap here. Email or phone number, text field. Double tap to edit. Okay, so we double tap that and we pop in the email address that we used on the web sign-up page. Email or phone number N C B I D S T one two at bits twelve G M A R L full stop C O M. And when I have my email address in, I'll swipe right until I get to the password field. Double tap on that to enter my password. Password secured insertion point at end. Happy with that. I'll swipe right until I get to the member sign in button and double tap on that. Shut sign in button. Sign in children button. So after signing in, uh, it pops us on a children's profile, but I want to choose my own. So I'm going to swipe left and get my own name and then double tap on that. Selected. Daniel. Load. New. And after signing in on my own profile, no active category filters. It alerts me here. There's a pop-up window just telling me about the new download and go service, which Netflix have included recently, and it will allow you download episodes or an entire movie into the memory of your iPad or your Android device, whichever you're using. And then, if you're on the go, where Wi-Fi reception can be patchy or non-existent, you can watch your downloaded program uh, without interruption. So it might be handy for people who are on the move. So I'm just going to swipe right and get to the OK button. Download, look for this symbol to see what you can download. OK button. OK, so after closing that off, I am now on my Netflix home screen. And swiping right will bring me through the menus. Series button. So if I want to filter by series, if I want to look at all the series that Netflix offer, I can double tap on that and it'll bring me to that library. By swiping right, it'll bring me to the films button. Again, filter by films. Again, I can see all the movies that Netflix have uploaded to their platform that you can watch. Uh, after that, then we have the recently added. Recently added button. Filter by recently added. So if you're an experienced Netflix user and you've watched quite a good bit of their content and you want to see, is there anything new on the platform? That's where that will be. And after that, then we have the My List. My List button. Filter by My List. So at the sign up, it asked us to put in three um, programs that we may like and that has been added to my list. You can add more stuff to your list, which is handy if you're coming across titles and you say, mm, I might like to watch that later. 
you can add them and uh, they will be easily found there in your list. But I'm going to swipe right now to go down through the library. Um, we are going to load a program and listen to the audio description as part of the program. Search colon colon new episode coming up. He has his world play. My list, my list. Crash landing, a fall from pandemic, popular and dead to me. Money heist, becoming the king. The last extraction, tiger. Never have I a weapon mod after life. Ozak button. Okay, so display details. We'll open up the first episode here of Ozark, which is a popular program currently on Netflix. I'll double tap on that. Close button. Three faces, face one, face two, face three, adult. Okay, so that's just a title card for the Ozark. And if I swipe right again, it'll give me the play button. Play Ozark button. And as we start this, you will hear the audio description coming into play. Play. Violence. Injury detail. Threat. To a spectrum of colors. Words appear on a black background on Netflix original series, Ozark. Season 1, Episodes 1, Sugarwood. Reflects off the surface of a lake. A small motorboat sits at an overboat. Show controls. Button. Inside. Scratch. Wampum. Dough. Sugar. Clams. Loot. Bills. Bones. Bread. Bucks. Money. That which separates the haves from the have-nots. Man pulls two coolers through the woods. But what is money? It's everything if you don't have it, right? Half of all American adults have more credit card debt than savings. He pauses to rest. 25% have no savings at home. And only 15% of the population is on track to fund even one year of retirement. Suggesting what? On the boat, he puts catfish on ice in the coolers. The middle class is evaporating, or the American dream is dead. He drives the boat across the lake. You wouldn't be sitting there listening to me if the latter were true. You see, I think most people just have a fundamentally flawed view of money. Is it simply an agreed upon unit of exchange for goods and services? 370 for a gallon of milk? 30 bucks to cut your grass? Okay, so double tap the screen there just to pause that. So that is the audio description going in the background. It kind of describes the man uh, walking up a hill. He takes a pause and then he's getting on a boat to row across the lake. So they're the features that would not normally be there present unless you have the audio descriptions enabled from your systems, uh, your iPad system settings menu. So thank you very much for watching. And again, if you need any assistance on uh, setting up Netflix and working it, uh, please do get in contact with your local NCBI IT support trainer. Thank you very much. Control center, airplane mode. Very good. So thanks very much, Daniel. Really appreciate that. The, uh, the uh, video there hopefully has kind of demystified the process a little bit for any who are thinking of using the uh, the Netflix app. Now, Daniel is here with us to answer some questions as well about Netflix. Um, so maybe, Daniel, if if you can unmute. Very good. And I think, JP, if you've been monitoring the I have, questions. Yeah. We've had a few questions here come in. Um, very interesting presentation. Thanks, Daniel. Um, so there's a few questions here, Daniel. 
I might just check with you. Uh, first one came in from someone who is asking, is it easy to turn off the audio descriptions? Because this person shares his iPad's Netflix account with his brother. Yeah, it is. Um, as, as we were going through the um, settings there, after the sign up on the web, um, yeah. if you remember back there, we had to go into the iPad settings and go to the accessibility and turn on the audio descriptions. So um, that that process, just do the reverse of that. Go back into the oh. system settings, uh, down to accessibility, and turn off the audio description before handing the iPad back. Uh, will be good practice there. Um, you know, to save someone having to to do that. Okay, that's great. Great to know it can be done. Um, so next thing is: is there a list of titles on Netflix where AD or audio descriptions included? There is indeed. Um, Netflix have have a list. Uh, you have to go to their website, and even if you just uh, type it into Google, list yeah. of um, list of audio description titles on Netflix, and the first result that comes up there in Google will uh, bring you to the page where they list out uh, all all their audio description enabled programs. And right. to be fair to Netflix, um, they kind of came under criticism at the start that they were not catering. Um, you know, for visually impaired or blind people uh, in the early days, but they really have ramped up their um, their coverage of titles. So there's quite a bit there um, to go through. In, in fact, you'll find most of the titles, I think, are done at this stage. Well, so, so more titles than there used to be, I suppose, Daniel. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good. Um, and this is one, one final question for me here uh, that came in. Uh, is it easy to upgrade or to downgrade your Netflix subscription? Um, it is, surprisingly enough. Um, you probably, uh, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be too far wrong in thinking that it's easier to upgrade and to downgrade. But um, in fact, if you do go to the web page and sign into your account, you can change your you can change your plan quite easily. So whether it's going upgrading or downgrading, um, it's a lot easier than it is with Sky, I will have to say. So I'll give Netflix um, a big thumbs up for that. They, they do have an easier process um, than that. Yeah. So it, it isn't too difficult at all. Excellent. Well, thanks for answering those questions. I know they're all the questions I have uh, for now. Thank yeah, you. can I just sorry, add just, one? And, uh, oh, sorry, yeah, I was just going to mention something actually, Daniel. Just at the end of that video, we saw um, you playing the Netflix uh, one of the, the um, series there, but on our screen it seemed to come up as black. Now, I presume that that wasn't just a, a black thing that was playing, <laughs> it wasn't just yeah, a dark scene, was it? No, you're dead right, Jude. Um, what happened there is um, I done screen capture on on the iPad to produce that, that guide, and to stop copyright, um, mm. Netflix detects if if um, if screen capture recording is going, and even though the video will play perfectly on the iPad, uh, when when the when the video when you go back to play back your screen capture recording. It has blacked it out. So that has stopped people thinking, oh, here's a handy way I can record this series and pass it on to my buddy down the road. Yeah. Uh, they have cottoned on to that and uh, yeah. brought in technology to stop that happening. So, yeah, it so if anyone has that idea, it's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the old days where you press record on your tape recorder and record the songs off the radio. That's long gone. <laughs> yeah, so don't try and press record on the tape recorder.
Yeah. Very good. Thanks for explaining that for us as well, Daniel. And thanks for the excellent video. Just apologies there, by the way, if anybody had any issues with hearing the audio on that. Um, we'll make sure to adjust that when we're um, making this available on YouTube afterwards. So if you're wanting to uh, catch up with that again afterwards, the audio um, should be a little bit better balanced out when you view it on YouTube afterwards. So thanks again to Daniel for that. That was uh, an excellent uh, item to, to cover and a really useful app. I think so many people use it these days that it's it's great that it's so accessible with voiceover. Okay, so last week we had the chance to have a look at some of the features of the Google Home smart speaker. And this week, we have the chance to look at the second part of that overview, courtesy of technology trainer, Joe Lonergan. I'm going to move on now to um, using Netflix this is, uh, and, and YouTube. So what I did is I bought a, I bought a Chromecast. Chromecast are about 40 euro. They're great devices. Um, they almost turn your TV into a smart TV. So um, it connects brilliantly with the Google Nest Mini. And it's great if you're subscribed to the likes of Netflix. Um, and it plays YouTube really well also. You can also cast from your laptop and you can cast from your uh, iPhone, from playing the RT player, for example, or the TV3 TV player. I think it's called Virgin Media Player now. Um, so we're going to try and play a few things now and see how we go on. Uh, so, okay, Google, turn on the TV. So it should take a few seconds to turn the TV on. Now, great. So you can also control the volume and things like that from this device because it's, it's connected through HDMI, so it kind of takes over the TV when you activate it. So I'm going to try and play uh, a fitness video. So we're all doing home workouts at the moment. Well, some of us anyway. You need your hands free when you're doing a home workout. Um, I'll try the NCBI home workout, see if you can find it. Okay, Google, play Iona Fitness Video Session 3 on YouTube. All right, here are some options. Showing on Lonergan's TV. Which one would you like? Number one. Sure, playing on Lonergan's TV. Okay, Google. Pause. So we see James Flanagan coming up on the screen and he's given instruction on exercise to um, uh, people that are visually impaired. Um, if you want to pause, as you see, and I, I just said, okay, Google, pause, and you can say, okay, Google, play, and you can also say, okay, Google, the next episode. So James has a bit of country and western music in the background. Um, so I can, I can um, okay Google, pause. And okay Google, 
Trade. Um, so it's really easy. Uh, you see, it found something on the internet for us on YouTube fairly easy. If you give it the right name, it will more than likely find it. It obviously comes up with a, it's not perfect. Um, okay, Google, stop casting. So if you're interested in listening to or watching something else, like James isn't on every day, but um, there's another person very popular on YouTube at the moment, Joe Wicks, and I've heard a lot of people uh, getting involved, and he's very good at describing exercises also. So we're going to try Joe Wicks now. Okay, Google, play Joe Wicks Sweat Challenge Day 8. Okay, here are some options shown on Lonergan's TV. Which one would you like? I cancel. Okay, Google. Which one would you like? Play Joe Wicks Sweat Challenge Day 7 on YouTube. Sure. Playing Joe Wicks Sweat Challenge Day 7 from YouTube on Lonergan's TV. Good. <laughs> Great, Body Coach TV comes on and you can hear Joe. Okay, Google. Volume 60%. So when I say Google name, it slightly reduces the volume so I can hear me also. Um, so I can go to the next episode and I can also fast forward 20 minutes if I want to do. Okay, Google. Next episode. Welcome back to Body Coach TV. This video is designed specifically to cool you down after a hit session. Whether that's on a bike, a treadmill, body weight exercises, you're going to need time to muscle. Okay, we get your idea. Okay, Google. Stop casting. So, as you can see, you can search for anything. You could look for, um, let's say, goals from uh, football matches that you might have um, been interested in the past or. If you're feeling nostalgic, look for reading in the year or something like that. So you could have heard of fun um, watching stuff back on YouTube. And it's uh, very easy. Uh, so also, this connects to Netflix. Netflix has, Netflix has become very popular because of the situation we're in at the moment. It was, even more, uh, it was very popular before that, but it's got 15 million worldwide subscribers at the moment. So um, and also, the great thing about Netflix is it has audio description. Uh, so you have to go into the Netflix app, go into more settings, go into um, audio and subtitles, and turn on English audio description. So uh, you might, you'll probably hear the audio description come on when I try to play something here. I'm going to try to play the most popular thing on Netflix at the moment, which is, okay, Google, play Tiger King on Netflix. Sure, Tiger King from Netflix, playing on Lonergan's TV. Hopefully now it'll start playing. So there it is, it played in the middle of um, an episode I was watching before. So we want to go back to the previous episode. Okay, Google, previous episode. Should hear the other description going on now. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay, you can also fast forward. Okay, Google, fast forward 20 minutes. <coughs> so as you can see, you have almost total control. Um, okay, Google, pause. So you can also play the films on Netflix. So if you're feeling nostalgic again, you can try, try something like, okay, Google, play Goodfellas on Netflix. All right, Goodfellas from Netflix, playing on Monitor TV. Here's your Pesci, that's great. So really easy, again, as you can see. Um, works very fluid. So I'm going to stop it now. Okay, Google, turn off the TV. So another thing, um, Google Nest Mini is really good, is at playing news. So, for example, uh, you can have a news set up in the Google Home app. You can set, uh, you can subscribe to what type of news you're interested in, for example, RTE, um, sports news, not much of that around at the moment, technology news, that kind of thing. So I'll try something now. Hey, Google, I want you to listen to the news. Here's the latest news. Continuing RTE news at 3.12 p.m. today. For COVID-19, a week by the middle of next month, the current capacity is 10. Okay, here the news starts playing. It's considered by government. Okay, Google. Next story. Sorry, I don't understand. Squeak. The chief executive of the HSE. Okay, Google. Next story. The key issues for the executive. Now I'm supposed to go to my next um, news item, which will be Tech Radar. Um, I, I won't waste much more time on that, but we can go into it another time. I'll try um, <clears throat> another thing that's really good at explaining, um, I suppose, uh, news by a, about a specific subject. So, for example, okay, Google, give me news about Donald Trump. CNN has this update. In a brief, Trump blames press for furor over disinfected comments. CNN, the furor over President Donald Trump's toxic suggestion that the coronavirus might be treated with an injection of disinfectant mounted Sunday as the president avoided the briefing room and one of his top medical advisors insisted his remarks were misinterpreted days in which state public health officials have rushed to issue urgent warnings to Americans about the dangers of ingesting disinfectant. The White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator sidesteps the opportunity to amplify that message Sunday. There were two other articles, which I've sent to your phone. Do you want to hear the first one? No, thank you. Great, so, um, as, you can, as you can see, she said she sent two other articles to my phone, so uh, if, I, if I felt like I could get them read out, or I could even ask to listen to them as well, just like the one before that. Um, so you can ask for any subject you like, and it'll find it from the Google search engine, which is, is great, really. So, uh, okay, what else can we do? So um, I've done the news. I'm going to move on now and talk about smart lighting. So smart lighting, why would we need smart lighting? Well, it can become really useful for lots of different reasons. Some people like different colored lights in their room. 
Um, some people like to dim their lights. Uh, also, a certain uh, vision of parents um, might like really bright lights or day simulation lights. You used to be able to buy day simulation light bulbs, which you can't anymore because the wash is too high. But with the smart lights, you can get lights like that. Also, when you're away from your home, you can um, turn your lights on to ward off intruders, and people will think there's somebody in the house. You can turn them on maybe at 8 or 9 o'clock, stuff like that. And so I'm going to try and, and I'll show you now how to turn the light on and off and change the color. Okay, Google, turn family room light on. Okay, turn smart light one on. Okay, hopefully you can see the lamp on the right-hand side. Okay, Google, change family room light to blue. Okay, changing smart light one to blue. Okay, okay, Google, dim family room light. Sure, dimming smart light one. Okay, Google, put family room light at max brightness. <coughs> Sure. Setting smart light one brightness to 100%. Great. So also I can put it on daylight simulation. Okay, Google. Put family room light to daylight simulation. On the website Forbes.com. Okay, Google. Set smart light one to daylight simulation. Okay, there we go. changing smart light one to daylight. Okay, great. So um, it's also easy and it connects to your Google Home app via Bluetooth. So you don't have to go putting Wi Fi passwords in or anything like that. So it's fairly easy to set up and talk to you through the steps. Um, and you're allowed to give it a name. So, for example, what room it's in, family room, kids' room, or whatever. Okay. So um, the next thing I wanted to mention was you can connect it to smart devices in your home, such as um, yeah, the doorbell or uh, Hoover, or in my case, I have a washing machine. So, okay, Google, uh, turn on the washing machine. Okay, starting the washer. So you might have heard a slight beep in the background. Uh, the washing machine went on. And there's loads of other things you can do with the washing machine. With, um, I can go into them another day uh, on your, you can go to the Samsung app on your phone and uh, go through all the different cycles and um, set the temperature, all that kind of stuff. Okay, Google, stop the washing machine. Okay, stopping the washer. Great. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is recipes. Um, recipes, as you know, when you're in the kitchen, if you have a poor eyesight, you can't read your step-by-step -step instructions off a piece of paper, or you can't read cookbooks. So the Google Assistant is great like that. I think that's why they call it the Assistant. It really is an assistant when it comes to the kitchen. So it can give you step-by-step -step instructions of what to do and what you're doing there. So I'm going to ask for a recipe, and uh, I don't have time to go through the whole lot, but I will skip to the step where the timer is and uh, hopefully it'll give a good example of what we can do. Okay, Google, give me a recipe for a roast chicken. Got it. I've got a recipe called Classic Roast Chicken and Gravy from BBC Good Food. Does that sound good? Yes. 
Great. Would you like to start with ingredients or instructions? Instructions, please. There are 15 steps. I'll read them one by one. When you're ready to hear more, you can say next step, first step, heat oven to 190 degrees Celsius, fan 170 degrees Celsius, gas fire. Okay, Google. Next step. Second step, have a shelf ready in the middle of the oven without any shelves above it. Okay, Google. Skip to step five. Sit the chicken on the vegetables. Smother the breast and legs all over with 25 grams softened butter, then season the outside with salt and pepper. Okay, Google. Next step. Place in the oven and leave, undisturbed, for one hour 20 minutes. Okay, Google. Set the timer for one hour and 20 minutes. Okay, one hour and 20 minutes. Starting now. Great. So that was easy and it um, led on to the timer, which is good also. Um, so you can imagine how that would help in the kitchen. And you don't have to um, be on the ball or, uh, you know, um, listening all the time. You just ask Google, give you the next step, as you can see. So it does, um, it, it sinks in with the time or how quick or how slow you are at cooking and preparing your food. So that's, that's uh, getting a recipe. You see that is um, really easy. If you want to practice any of the things that I have showed you today in the demonstration, you can download the, you can download the Google Assistant app on your phone and uh, you can practice most of the things we've done today. Uh, so you can get the Google Assistant app from the App Store or the Google Play Store and all you need is a Google account to sign in. Okay, I will leave you with one final thing. Um, Google uh, can do fun things also, like you, you can... Uh, it can, in these times, it has this fun thing you can do with your kids, maybe. Okay, Google, help me wash my hands. Wash, wash, wash your hands for 40 seconds, please. Some will chase the germs away so you don't want the seeds. Lather up your hands about a half a minute more. Get in between each finger, you can never be too sure. Clean, clean, clean your hands, and if you're getting bored, remember friend that in the end, your health is your reward. Okay, brilliant. So you can see uh, how it can be a bit fun. That's great, and thank you very much for uh, watching and listening. Um, if you have any questions, you can email labs at ncbi.ie, and we're also here to support you in setting up the device. Thank you. Great stuff, Joe. Um, really powerful little devices, aren't they? And um, very useful just to see the tie-in with TV services like Netflix as well. So Joe's joining us now to be able to answer some of your questions, Joe. That was, uh, I think that was maybe quite some risky choices there for the, for yeah. the TV shows there. We were happy enough there was nothing that we had to, to bleep out there. No, I was lucky um, I didn't get any of those um, bombs. <laughs> Uh, that's great stuff. Joe, we have a few questions for you. Um, and by the way, if anybody has any other questions, please do use the questions panel on the right-hand side of your screen or you can send them through to labs at ncbi.ie. Just a couple of questions for you, Joe. Um, when you're using the Google Home device, is it easy to set it up if you don't have sighted assistance? Um, I wouldn't say easy, but... Um... I, I'd say it's very possible. I set it up on my own. 
Um, what you, you do need a few things ready. So you have to download the Google Home app onto your smartphone or tablet. Um, you obviously have to plug the device in. And um, you obviously have to have your Wi-Fi password ready also for that step. So um, when it comes to, um, it will guide you through the steps. So you open the Google Home app and then you will see the Google Nest Mini in the, in the Google Home app and you double tap on that and then it'll guide you through all the steps and it'll tell you to go to your Wi-Fi settings and put in your Wi-Fi password. And the next thing, you have to go back into the Google Home app and it'll tell you to add your services. For example, your music services like YouTube Music, Spotify, um, you might have your Netflix account at the ready. You could add that also. Um, you could already have smart light in your home. You could also add that. And then eventually you'll get to the stage where you'll have to agree to the terms and conditions and um, finish. And uh, you can start talking to your Google Nest Mini. Okay, excellent. Very good. Um, just uh, another question that's come in here just about the setup, I suppose we can include it in here because it, it's kind of relevant to that. Um, does Google Home work without a Chromecast? And the, the kind of specific that's mentioned here is, for instance, will it work a smart TV if you don't have a Chromecast? It will, yeah. It will It'll work a smart TV, um, especially some of the most recent ones because they, they should have Chromecast built in or casting services built in. Um, okay. So I suppose uh, some of the smart TVs have Android built in, so they, they should have Chromecast and um, also um, you can buy a Google uh, product with a smart display built in also the, the Google Nest Hub it's a little bit more expensive than the Google Nest but um, for some people it would be worth, worth it because you can do uh, video calls on it and um, you can watch YouTube straight out of the box you don't need to connect it to your TV um, I'm not 100% does it have Netflix capabilities um, as of yet, I, I I don't have one myself, but um, as far as I know, Netflix isn't available on the whole as of yet, but YouTube is definitely available. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, very good. That's handy to know. So it can it can be used, maybe a little bit more limited, but it can be used with a, yeah. a smart TV. Um, what sort of music services are available to connect to on Google Home? Um, the one good thing about uh, Google Home is you can get a few free services like Unlike a couple of other smart uh, uh, speakers, yeah, you have to pay. I know the fee is small, but you can get the free version of Spotify links up with um, to Google Home and also the free version of YouTube Music, which is very good. Um, there is a paid version of YouTube Music, which gives you more control and more access to more channels. Um, but the free one is also quite, quite good, you know. So they're, they're the two main ones. That's really handy. Google, yeah, very good. Thanks. Don't forget about Google um, Play Music also. Yeah, excellent. That's really good. It's it's handy, actually. It's a good little feature that, that you're able to use some of those free accounts on, on the Google Home. Um, another question that we had here, because you, you were shown um, controlling a light source using the, the Google Home uh, smart speaker. So are those uh, bulbs, those um, smart light bulbs, are they expensive? Well, uh, they are expensive, I, I suppose. Um, you can get a box of two for approximately 50 euros. Um, the white lights are cheaper. If you want to get the colored lights, yeah, you're, you're talking, um, look, there are offers sometimes, I suppose, between 40 and 60 euros 
And um, if you have a lot of lights in your home, you're better off to buy a hub so you can do different things with them, create scenes and do all sorts of fancy stuff. But to drive, buy single lights there between a single white light is something like 25 euros and a single colored light is something like five euros. And uh, there is a lot of specials on in some of the shops for you can buy two packs and four packs and things like that. But Philips isn't the only brand you can buy. Lifex, um, they're a little bit cheaper. You don't have to buy a hub with them, those ones. And there's also cheaper version of um version uh, called toya but um they're not available in the shops you usually buy them online and they can connect to the phillips hub also also so look you, you'll have to shop around but for around the 50 euros mark okay yeah so i suppose it's kind of the same with a lot of things isn't it it's just true, yeah, shop yeah. around see what deals you can get you can build, build up your you can build it up over time you know you can buy your mm. buy two and then maybe uh, as you go along you might buy a bedroom one in a few months time that kind of thing and eventually you'll have uh, all your lights replaced yeah very good and just one last question that we have here um, for, from a listener here I have a Google Home Mini and I've been unable to play music from the Go Loud app on it does Joe have any suggestions yeah well Google Home doesn't um, uh, support apps it's not like Alexa where you can use skills but um, I noticed the Go Loud app it basically it plays uh, numerous um, it's like a hub for numerous podcasts and numerous radio stations and as far as I know they're all Irish so mm. if there was particular ones you um, liked on the Go Loud app for example they have the Ian Dempsey show all you have to do is ask Google play okay Google play the Ian Dempsey breakfast show a podcast play the Ian Dempsey breakfast show podcast or you could also there's also Dermot and Dave okay Google play the Dermot and Dave podcast so you'll have to ask for each podcast individually yeah. rather than going into the Go Loud app and flicking left and right like you do on your iPhone it doesn't have that um, function okay. yeah. but it will play everything that's available on the Go Loud app it's just a matter of knowing the names of each particular show you want to play very good so hopefully that'll answer the yeah. question there for our listener. Thanks very much for that, Joe. Appreciate all the uh, work that went into creating the video there for us and the, yeah. the uh, clear answers to those questions as well. Okay. Now, from one Joe to another, in this week's Seeing It Your Way, we catch up with Joe McPhillips to find out if there's anything Apple have ever made that he doesn't like. Oh, you're very welcome to, to the show. Joe, would you mind giving us just a little bit of a background for yourself, your story, if you like? Uh, I'm a man of 46 years of age. Uh, I worked in the construction industry pretty much since leaving school. Mm. And then at uh, 33 years of age, I was working and my right eye hemorrhaged. Um, I saw Joe to... Uh, uh, diabetes, diabetic, my right eye hemorrhage, and then my left eye hemorrhage. And about six weeks later, I was fine. I couldn't see my hands. And that's what happened to me 12 years ago. And my life went totally haywire. But here I am, talking on the phone, talking technology to yourself and the good people listening. So there you go. So things have kind of, <laughs> things have improved from there. But that must have been a huge impact on your life. Um, right at the start oh, when that happened. Can you tell us a bit about that, about the impact it had on your life? It was just amazing for all the wrong reasons. Um, I 
I was actually working, I was at a job up in Kilkenny and um, literally sitting down for my tea break. Ten o'clock, and all the tools out, etc., etc. All my day, Monday morning, going along naturally, nothing to tell me I was crossing the head at all. And I remember just looking at the radio in the van, turned on the radio, had the flask in my hand, sandwich in the other hand, took sympathy by the sandwich in my right eye. Um, hemorrhaged and I couldn't see absolutely nothing out of my right eye and if someone needed to visualise that in a way because they're totally sidelocked now but if you ever mixed uh, blackcurrant into a glass of water and it was just it went like that and then it's just it's just taken up so I ended up down in the atomic surgeon's place in Washford mm-hmm. and it went from bad to worse he looked at my left eye then and he said there's often growths and hemorrhages at the back of that and it's just not good and within six weeks heading for my birthday in March I went from walking and being fully functioning to someone who couldn't see his hands or his face in the mirror or his feet or clothes or anything That must be very difficult not just for yourself how did your family kind of react to that? I think everybody was in shock. Oh, I hit the noise big time. And I didn't think it would happen to me. I'd handle this. And all the, the surgeons and consultants, they were all wrong. And uh, I'll be grand and I'll come back out the other side. Yeah. But I was very lucky in the partner I have, Dahlia. Uh, she, she, she stood by me and... We were only after, so we only had to move in together for five or six months uh, when all this happened. We moved together in 2007, by March, I couldn't see her, but she stayed with me and we had no no reason to stay. We weren't engaged or kids or nothing, and she stayed. She wanted the rock that I built the rest of my foundation around and such, and my own family. Uh, I know it got to my parents a good bit, but I have a brother and sister. They were solid too, but they didn't know how to ask or act, and it's just lack of information, I suppose. Yes, and yeah. um, I just went forward from there. I, 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 I did get into depression and go downhill yeah. fast. And it took me a good year to even say get in touch properly with the NTBI and the guide dogs and whatever other facilities and people that are out there. But I think the exceptions part of this is very hard to get and very hard to come to. Yes, but, um, I think you know it's my noble matter at times too. And I know it's easy to say you have to accept, but like, but it's on too hard. So it's I have a son that's ten. I've never seen him. I have a daughter that's sixteen. I haven't seen her since she was four. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, that's just harsh realities. But then I haven't said that my son big was going up with it, and so my daughter really out of that, and it's just second nature to them. Tell me something, Joe, from, from what you're saying there, I mean, that was obviously a particularly kind of dark time in your life in terms of how you were having to deal with it as well. Um, how did you get from that point to this point where you're kind of quite confident with the, the world around you and you're able to kind of get on with life, I suppose? Getting getting comfortable with the world again was very, very hard. Um, I never liked... Losing. I never like to give in. That's the worst, actually. I never like to give in. I'd always back that something, let it be work or life or problems or issues. I'd always try and face them head on. But this is a time that I had to 
changed my mindset in the way that I had to accept. I yeah. just had to accept my the cards that they were dealt and I can't reshuffle or repack them or whatever. And I just had to say, right, and it did take a good year, year and a half, two years of, you know, sitting on the couch, feeling extremely sorry for myself, crying, etc., etc., and just wondering, boy, 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 boy. Yeah. And, you know, and then, I don't know, there's just, there's just one day that you just get up and, you know, you, you don't pan out or you don't touch the walls as much and then you kind of, get, you know, you know where the hand for the door is in the toilet, you know where the seats, you know where things could be or couldn't, you can find your shoes and then you start, you just start remapping, uh, yeah. mental mapping, I think, and uh, maybe, and start remapping whatever it is and you start talking to your family and say, look, lads, I need the chairs put back in when you leave the table, I need this and that and then I can walk a little bit more comfortably, comfortably in my own house or in my parents yeah. or friends, you know, and yeah. you know, I've kind of got to grips with it. I know they'll, they'll have a laugh and a joke with me as much as I'll have a laugh and a joke with them, but, but it, it really all comes down to acceptance and meeting meeting good people and taking the advice you're given, because yeah. sometimes you just won't take advice and oh, some people might have said I was bullheaded back in the past or something. But, <laughs> you know, it was my way or the, my way or the highway, it was... <laughs> you just have to but you know, with the punch. <laughs> yeah you know you have to you have to really yeah, yeah. have punches too and say jeez and then having to put out your hand and meet other people you've never met and, and take their elbow and accept the guidance and accept the new the new familiar I suppose or something yeah it's, yeah yeah it's, it's yeah, one the of the new things the way people are talking about things at the moment and I guess there's an element of that in there as well it's like a new normal to adapt to. That's exactly it. And I laugh at these people when they say, oh, you know, they can't see their kids and this and that. And when they change us, you know, I like to see the grass. <laughs> or see, see the, 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 the clouds or something without being too yeah. dark and thick. But, you know, you still have your wits about you. You can get out and move on. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of life than, than the partiality of the, the virus now at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Tell, tell me something. Um, just it's quite a journey that you've been on already. Um, what what sort of a part on that journey did technology play? Well, technology is huge. Um, I wasn't really a tech person. I laugh at this now, and I think some of your listeners might or colleagues, but um, I was there. We was in Italia in August 2007. Very quick story. We waited for the January sales and we were going to buy the big telly and the computer. I never, I didn't shoot them. Never had a computer in my life. Never yeah. had a lot, not, nothing. Just didn't, they, they didn't come in a letter or if I didn't get a drawings for a walk or a map or whatever, right? That yeah. was it. Like, I wasn't going to emails and all that. Like, what? Wait, that's <laughs> just technology. That's, that's for young people at home, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so I tapped along and, uh, and we bought that computer and I was trying to say two months later I couldn't see the keyboard, couldn't see the screen. So that was my introduction to technology and my lack of it. And then yeah. after that, after that then, I, um, my lovely woman, Eva Josh is her name, and she came up and she was doing some stuff for me up in the house and she just put a touchscreen phone into my hand and because I was giving out about my Nokia N95 and the uh, the buttons and the alphanumeric keypad and all that. Yeah. And that's just not broken up and bits hanging off it and whatever. 
and she put in the iPhone into behind and said, look, this is, well, this is the way it's going to be. If you want, you should learn this. But there was nothing on us. I mean, pure blank. Like, it was yes, some class. Yeah. And I said, that's big money. And can we, will we be able to do this? And this will be a waste of money or whatever. So then I went along and I bought an Apple iPhone. Yeah. First bit, of, first bit of technology I got. And um, started fiddling around with finger just hadn't a clue, hadn't a clue. But I have a good friend. It takes a bit of getting used to right at the start, doesn't it? It's very rewarding when you get to put your fingers the right way and it actually does what you think it should do. And you're, you know, you're swiping left or double tapping and flicking up and down. And yeah, yeah. But I think, I think it's like a, a new job. You're learning your routine and what works and what doesn't. And it was just by literally falling the midnight oil. As I said earlier, I wouldn't give up and I kept going and going and going. I had to learn. And then and now it's my go-to technology device. Yeah, yeah. And what would you say? What would you say? You use the iPhone particularly for what are some of the situations that you would find that particularly helpful? Well, the iPhone I use it all the time in every possible situation. From good Lord, everything: emails, uh, text, phone. Uh, Independence, stay in touch with people. Uh, maps, if I'm in a different town or city, if I'm out and we're spinning on the road. And, uh, I have the app Foursquare, and you can just type into it, like looking for, looking for a place for food or this and that. And it'll tell you, it'll give you directions, it'll give you the distance, what they serve, the sample menu or something. You don't have to buy the software to go with the hardware. You know, it's, it's in it, it's on it. And yes, the Apple devices are dear, but I find them. I find them extremely good value. I can't compare to Android. I never, I never crossed that divide. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I didn't go to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop! That's a sensitive subject here. Don't. I was listening. Well, Apple is getting my vote anyway, and, yeah, yeah. and that's what it is. Yeah, well, with the new yeah. SE as well, it's uh, it's going to be hard to beat. Um, yes. Do you use much else in in terms of kind of hardware tech? Do, do you use? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Oh God, I'd say everything that Apple ever brought out of got. <laughs> I, I, I bought the phone first, then I got an iPod that I could stick in the radio. So I, I went to actually two years ago. I think you helped me with my CD collection and how to cross it over and put it into the iCloud. Yeah, yeah. Come back away. But uh, then I got the uh, iPod. And then, after that, I got an iPad, yeah. and then the Apple TV, Apple, Apple, Apple Watch, and then the latest addition to my <laughs> Apple, my Apple ecology <laughs> system was the AirPods. You've ever seen Yeah, but they all just they just all sync and join up and go yeah. together, and yeah. it gives you, as I said, it gives you a nice vein of 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 pleasure that. It might be uh, totally blind, as I am, or you might have low vision and people I talk to and you meet and you go, did you try this? Did you try that? Yeah. This? And yeah, yeah. Everyone gets talking because it's a very level playing field. And let you have sight or no sight or wherever you are in life. The technology side of it is, is excellent. Like I even, um, as I said earlier, I have uh, diabetes and I managed to get a, a Libre sensor now, which is a little thing with the size of a pound, a euro coin. Uh, it sticks on your arm, uh, uh, soccer thing. And I can scan that with my smartphone now, and I can give you my blood sugars. 
straight away. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to, yeah, whatever happened to prick your finger or do the blood uh, testing? Yeah, there's yeah. All little things, all little things like that coming out. Do you, do you use any of the AI tech that's out there? Obviously, you've got it on the, the phone anyway with Siri, but uh, do you use much else? Yeah, yeah, I, use, I have a smart speaker. I got, recently got into the smart speakers. Uh, yeah. I, I got an Alexa Echo, and um, it's it's very good. There's only four buttons on it, but I haven't touched one of those buttons at all. It just sets up, it works, it talks, it does what it says in the thing, and it's so handy. It just gives you more and more independent and, and using timers and that. Uh, with cooking, and I can't, I can't see the clock in the cooker, blah, blah, but I can put in a pizza for myself in the oven and yeah, yeah. 10, or 10, or 10 or 15 minutes on the, on the smart speaker and away it goes you know and then I, I upgraded the sky equipment and I, I found it very frustrating that you couldn't record and do things with the old system because I wouldn't talk to you and yeah. now with the sky go on the phone and with the remote control that you have now with sky Q, you can press the button talk into it and change the channel or the telly go to whatever you want on and that's very in, intuitive and coming back to you there's a great app out there if people wanted to get it. I don't want to talk an app, sir, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Give, of, us a, give us a few ideas of apps that you like, actually. And there's one out there. I always had a great passion for books, and I mean, Borrow Box is the name mm. of the app. And it's an association with all the Irish, or the Irish libraries. You have to be a member of the library, get your card and library membership thing or whatever. And away you go, and you can, you can look up their audio books and... and um, the digital format as well, and just reserve them and get them and stay up to date and different things. And then also, I also have Audible and that kind of stuff. But as for apps, uh, um, there's a Microsoft app out, you can get it on the Apple. It's uh, Seeing AI, and that's S W E I N G AI, and that's excellent. That's free, and it's it's it's, an, it's it's a must guess. I don't know if it's out on Android, but it's definitely a must guess. And if you just fiddle around with that. It'll do short text, long text. Nothing. Short text, long text. Now, when you say just, just so that people can kind of understand what you're saying there, when when you say it'll do short text and long text, what what does it actually do? If the short text now would be if I say if three or four envelopes came in my post, and um, I didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to open Dahlia's mail or Jacob's or whatever. Yeah. So I can just hold my phone over. There's no pressing buttons. There's no anything. And if you just within three or four seconds, it'll start reading the name and address that's on the letter. Excellent. So if it comes in and says, Joe, I put blah, blah, I'll open that and flip it out into, say, like A4 size. So it's gone from just reading a few lines. That's your short text. And it's gone to reading long text, then you hold it over. What I usually do with, for the right height for me is I put the, my elbows on the table and I just hold my phone out. <clears throat> Yeah. from there and it'll scan the A4 size sheet so that'd be long text to me and it'll yeah. start with your address at the top and then it'll come down along and then it'll break it down it could be a bank statement it could be could be anything you know personal letter doctor appointments you know different things that yeah, are private yeah. to yourself and you don't want other people going geez can you read that from me to you or whatever yeah, you know absolutely. you lose your independence but yeah it goes along with short text and then it'll also be um barcodes to save your cooking or you know the, the bit that you would do uh, and if you had herbs or something that you like you can hold yeah. up your little herb herb container it'll scan the barcode and tell you that's black pepper corn that's 
uh, leaves off. That's, that's brilliant. Organo, yeah, and it's all free. That's the big one. It's all free. Yeah, it's a good point to make because while the while a lot of the um, devices you might buy are kind of costly enough, you're actually getting some of these apps for free, which make a life changing difference. Actually, sometimes. Well, stop paying for apps. Like I, I paid over a hundred odd quid for, for different apps for yeah, yeah. And for reading, reading books and and text and things like that. But you know, OCR and optical, optical character recognition and things. Like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're extremely pricey. But now there's a lot of with the push that's on governments worldwide and different things. They're all like inclusive. They want to make an inclusive society and then move forward to. Uh, to help people with accessibility and leave it, you know, let, let's have a hearing problem or, or manual yeah. or whatever. That's kind of really helpful, though, those uh, ideas about the, the way that you use different apps and everything. Because to be honest, people like to hear just are they actually practical in everyday life? And it certainly sounds like it's a lot of these things have made a big difference to your life. If you were to kind of describe the overall influence that a lot of this kind of tech these uh, different apps and different devices have had in your life. How would you describe it? Uh, I just try. I would describe it as perhaps giving me back some of the life I lost. Yeah, you know, it, it, it gave me back some more independence instead of you know asking what this was that. You know, you can scan, you can look, you can point your camera, you can talk back. To a lot of ways of what's around you, what's there, uh, yeah, even you know, be my eyes, things like that. It, they're all, they're all. It, don't be afraid to use them. Is what I'm trying to say. Like I was, I was a technophobe back in the day. I just no, just mobile phone. I would be looking if, if you know, it wasn't full of sawdust or something when it works. <laughs> you know, that was that was a mobile phone to me. It was to make a uh, take call and. Send a text maybe, but that was it. And then, yeah. but now you just have to roll, roll the punches and change. And yeah. there's some great apps out there. Like I, I started cooking and things. And they, they go, they go step by step with you, you know. Yeah. And yeah. you know, they said, "This is this is number one. This is two, and like a pan on or heat or whatever." You slowly build up your confidence. You know, I know. Oh God, Ramsey and I. Oh my God. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> one will hear from you next. That's where we'll hear from you next. <laughs> cooking show or something. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> Tell me something. If if you were to kind of give somebody else some more advice, obviously some of the advice you've already given, just not being afraid of it, is actually some really good advice. Is there anything else you'd sort of say to somebody with sight loss who's just getting started with technology? Yeah, just getting into as well. Uh, the first thing I'd say, regardless of which device you go for or whatever, uh, I had no experience with a keyboard. I, I I would learn the keyboard, like yeah. where, the, where the keys where the keys are and what the letters are and numbers and all that, and take your time because I had no clue. But if you do that and learn that, you, you get very you know adapt faster as as different keystrokes and things. And then after that, then as well, don't be afraid to use the dictation. On um, for sending texts or looking up um, on on the internet, you know the the search box, whatever, just go up there, tap it, and you don't have to type it in. Go down and you'll find the dictate button. Dictate, say what you want, see see what it shows up, 
and then you know they will tap to where you want to go. That's a great and, tip. Yeah, yeah. You know that that that'll be just because anything that makes life easier is, is is a plus. But definitely, I'd learn the keyboard would be a recommendation. Yeah. And by all means, try and get in touch with the NCBI or the guide dogs or wherever you can, and maybe get a an Android phone in your hand and get a one of the apps smart smartphone, whatever's out there, whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah. And then um, have a go off both of them or talk to yourself or someone else that you meet. You know, and then they get going and sure then they're ringing everybody and annoying everyone and then they blame yeah. you. That's part of the life. That's it. That's it. Uh, very good. That's been, that's been really good advice and it's been good to catch up with you, Joe. Appreciate your, your comments on that. Um, I think a lot of people will identify with some of the things that you mentioned but also I think it's a, a bit of an eye-opener as well for, for people at times to just hear about how others are using technology so that's brilliant So our thanks once again to Joe McPhillips We always love to hear from people who are using technology in their everyday lives so if you'd like to take part please do email us at labs at ncbi.ie now, all the way through lockdown, NCBI continues to support people living with sight loss, whether that's in using technology or in a number of different ways as well. So if you want to get some advice or support, you can contact our national helpline on 1850 33 43 53. That's 1850 33 43 53. Or you can email us at info at ncbi.ie. That's info at ncbi.ie. Well, that's about it for today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and hopefully you'll be back with us again next week when we're going to talk about a couple of apps that a lot of people are using to stay in touch. WhatsApp is one of the, the most uh, commonly used ones. People are using that for video calls as well, but you've probably heard about Zoom. You might have heard good things and bad things about Zoom. Well, we're going to be talking a bit about both of those apps next week, see if there's any uh, major concerns with either of them, and uh, we'll, we'll see just uh, what use they can be. So we hope you'll join us next week as we talk about those uh, different apps as well. Just a reminder that if you want to access support from the NCBI Labs team, you can call us from 9 to 5, Monday to Friday on 1850 923060. That's 1850 923060. Or you can email labs at ncbi.ie. And if you'd like to support our services so that we can continue to provide services to those who are blind or vision impaired, you can also visit donate.ncbi.ie. That's donate. .ncbi.ie. So I'd like to thank our con contributors again this week, our guest Joe McPhillips and our production team as well, Sean and JP, and we look forward to seeing you all again next week for next week's NCBI Labs live event. <laughs>